0: Hey, traders, David Frost, My Strategic Forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Tuesday, December 20, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? We have a lot of stuff going on today. Get out your sticky notes. Once again, we're going to talk about time. We're going to compare and contrast a couple of charts that you would think look identical, but they don't. And there's a method to the madness. It's kind of like an intra-market divergence. We'll take a look at that in a few moments. Let's start with what's jumping off the page on the daily chart. And for me, what is jumping is the fact that the market is about on time. What does that mean? It's taught in the course, lazy e-mini trader, time is more important than price, and you can't use the one thing alone. However, what we do with time and all the other things that are taught in the course is we begin to build what's called a full stack. The question is, do we have a full stack in price and time, pattern on the chart, important area, all that stuff, do we have a full stack situation at present? We're going to walk through a lot of different things, and I'll let you decide for yourself if we have a full stack going on. And for the new folks around here, a full stack is simply this. Do we have enough information for a trade? For example, in this particular case, is the market ready to make a turn? Doesn't mean it's a long-term turn. It's a bounce in a downtrend, just like we've been doing over and over and over again. So check this out. If we have an on-time type of situation, what else do we have on the table? Well, check this out. Remember I said Wednesday is a more important day than Monday and Tuesday. And it may even bleed in to Thursday as the most important day. Let me explain. I just pulled up a website to show you it's the winter solstice. When is it and what is it? The when is tomorrow, Wednesday, December 21, after the market closes. So we could get some movement beforehand. We could get some movement on Thursday. But traditionally, we're looking for a shift. We go from the shortest day of the year, which is the winter solstice day, and we start the trek in the other direction. Now, you don't have to believe in this stuff. That's up to you. It is part of the tinfoil hat series. But I just find it interesting that we're in an on-time type of situation into the winter solstice day, and you can look for yourself in the past, on the solstices, did we ever see, and how often do we see, a shift in the market? Even if it's for a few days, we traditionally can look for a shift in the market. Doesn't have to happen, could be an acceleration, could be a nothing burger, all that stuff. What I'm saying is here we have an on-time type of situation. We could make a case we have a sign or signal of a trend change today. We may get another one tomorrow. It'll be interesting to see. But wait, there's more. Remember I said there's another chart that looks different, but it's in the same market? Well, here it is. It's the ES futures chart, the March expiration contract. And what I want to draw your attention to is the break-up candle low area that, not that it was fully tested, but it was in the neighborhood of being tested. And what we can see is at the low today, and this counts from yesterday at 6 p.m. on open all the way through today's 4.15 close, the low was about 3,800. It was 3,803.50, The low of this breakup candle is slightly lower. It's 37.83, but it's in the vicinity of the low. So they went down to run a test in the neighborhood, and they might not be done yet, granted. However, this is the concept of what we're looking at. We go with the information that's been provided to us by virtue of the price movement and patterns developed on the chart. So the market came in the vicinity of a breakup candle low, It's an on-time type of situation. We have a winter solstice, which can be, and I emphasize can be, a shift in the market, and we have a potential sign or signal of a trend change. So you can see how we begin to develop and build and also recognize what's called a full stack. One more thing. Remember, we said yesterday and before that the market was in a situation where we've got that rubber band that's been stretched. So you pull a rubber band and you pull it more and more and more, and you can feel the tension and you know one of two things is going to happen. Either it's going to break or you're going to have to relieve the tension, let it go and it snaps back. The market is in one of those places right now. So we're either going to snap back and have a bear market bounce, or the rubber band's going to snap, and they're going to go another leg lower. If they did the other leg lower thing, and the seasonality didn't work out, and the on-time type of situation didn't work out, the winster solstice didn't work out, if everything was just a bunch of bunk, where would they go? Well, likely story is, and we talked about it last night, so get out your sticky notes from last night, 371.50, give or take. What happens if the market starts to push higher and it all of a sudden catches fire, a little bit of a short squeeze comes in, buying begets buying, panic buying sets in? What happens if all that stuff starts to happen? Where are they going? Well, how about the area slash vicinity of 391, 392? Doesn't mean that's all they have to do, but that's quite a ways away from where we are now. But we've seen these... 100 S&P handle days, like they're handing them out like candy. But here's the reason why. What's the last breakdown point in the market? Well, remember they were teetering on this breakup candle low area right here. So isn't really that where the market broke down from? They closed below it, they closed above it, they can't get back above it, they can't get back below it. Whatever the case was at the time, They were teetering, 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 had that tremendous rally. We shorted the tape here, and the market came down and cut through that area like a hot knife through butter. That is essentially the breakdown point. That's where the market would want to rally back to, into that 100-period moving average, maybe spike it a little bit. You have a breakdown candle high in the area. That's the place. If you're going to get one of these rip-your-face-off rallies, 100, 150 handle SP rallies, that's a place that they would want to run a test of. I would put that one on a sticky note as a just-in-caser. The just-in-caser is if the market catches fire and we have a squeeze operation and all that stuff we discussed already takes hold, that's where they're going. Now, let's take a pretty good look at today's candle, by the way. There's a method to the madness, there's a reason why I want to have this discussion. We had what's called a very narrow-ranging day. They made a slight new low from yesterday. They didn't really get anything going on the upside. So it was a very narrow-ranging day. It was kind of a mundane day. It's almost like they're waiting for something to happen. What are they waiting for? Well, I'll refer you back to all the stuff we discussed for the last few minutes. Inside the numbers. There wasn't a whole heck of a lot of stuff going on. We had a narrow ranging day. It was rather quiet. We had numbers and stuff, but in the interest of time and in the interest of there's other stuff that I think we can talk about and benefit from, what I'll do is flash this stuff on the screen, let you read it, go back to the chart, and double check the work. There's definitely interesting stuff in here, namely numbers that certainly had a purpose numbers that certainly held up the market, numbers that certainly were resistance, I want you to pay attention to them. Did the market rally to them? Did it rally away from them? Did it find support at them? Did it rally away after finding support? Did it go to the next number that was supposed to be resistance? All that stuff, while they may not have got to places in a hurry today, all that stuff worked in terms of what were the numbers. But there wasn't anything really that I found with a lot of meat on the bone in terms of a trading opportunity from zero dark 30 on this morning. Don't worry, there's another trade around the corner, I guarantee it. Even stocks on the move, we had three potentials today. None of them hit their numbers. One came close, but it came up short, and therefore, all of them were considered no trades. There's another phenomenon working at the market, with the market, against the market, whatever way you choose to look at it, it's the holiday season. So the lack of participation is certainly down. The volume will get lighter and lighter throughout the week. Doesn't mean they can't move the tape. What it means to me is that any flood of volume that does come into the market in a quiet, light volume, floating around type of situation will have an exacerbative move On the tape in either direction. Bunch of buyers come in, it's going to have a move bigger than a bread box. Bunch of sellers come in, move bigger than a bread box. We're getting pretty close to showtime for the bull case for a bounce. Otherwise, they're going down. I would put that on a sticky note too. So what have we got over in camp IWM right now? What we have is some relative strength. My favorite market leading indicator certainly have relative strength the majority, if not most, of the day. It's another item in the stack of the full stack. Now, it's not directly related to the S&P. However, we look at this as a leading indicator. It certainly isn't lagging. It isn't diverging. The fact that it's going with the scenario, we can put it on board with the full stack. Again, all the same market. If they're all going to get a rally type of situation, then they're all going to participate together. Tide goes in, tide goes out. Beware of the riptide. How about the VIX? I don't like the VIX. The VIX has not been acting as a normal VIX type of situation. But is this telling us a bullish or bearish scenario at present? Well, the VIX is actually bearish which is not bearish for the market. doesn't have to be bullish, but it's certainly not a bearish signal for the market. So we're looking around the horn. We're looking at the S&P itself. We're developing the full stack. Now we start looking around the horn. We look at our leading indicators. We look at things like the VIX. Is anything diverging? Is anything giving us pause? Is it a big rope dope situation? Or is it if three guys tell you you're drunk, Go sit down. It's the, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, generally speaking, using the 80-20 rule, it's going to be a duck. Just when you thought the coast was clear, we bring up the folks down at the transportation department, and they're melting away. This is my second favorite market-leading indicator, but a number one canary in the coal mine. It's certainly diverging from the rest of the stuff. It's a puzzle piece it's on the table, doesn't mean the other stuff can't go higher and this can't turn around, but this is what we have at present. It's not, and I repeat, not confirming what everybody else is saying. Is one guy wrong and all the other people right? Or is this thing the ultimate canary in the coal mine and all the other stuff is what we call in the trading parlance the rope-a-dope? We're going to find out in short order but if everything's going to flip around and follow the transports on the way down to the basement, you're looking at 370150 in the SPY. And that doesn't necessarily have to be where they stop, but that would be a target. What about the Q people? Same scenario as all the other stuff. If everything's going to get the rally, then the Qs will participate. If not, then everything's going down. And this chart is really, really weak. We talked about the moving averages last night and such. This is in a very weak position. The best you're looking for anyway is what's called a bounce in a downtrend. But about the financials? This can be a canary in the coal mine. Interestingly enough, we've got two situations going on. Below all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until what? You got it. She throws your shit out the window. But we've got a different kind of on-time type of situation. We have a sign or signal of a trend change. We have some relative strength. So we can't make one thing or the other directly out of this. But what we can say is, without the financials participating in either direction, it's unlikely the market's going to do very much in either direction. If the financials can catch some kind of a bid rally attempt, everything else will as well. And here's your weekly chart. But if this is going to have another leg down, where are they going? They're going to come down to begin running a test of this breakup candle low, 3228 32-30, 32-50, 32, somewhere in that vicinity-slash-ballpark. What about Smash Mouth? They're coming into an area that's going to be showtime for the Bulls to play defense. Let me explain this one. Breakup candle low, coinciding with the 50-period moving average on the daily chart. Below here is no man's land, which means it opens the door for another leg lower somewhere down in this neighborhood. Now, let's not forget, when we look at the weekly chart here, we see something different than we see on a lot of the other charts. We have this big weekly up candle. They've been eating time off the clock in a bullish flaggish formation. Now they've come down. Doesn't wreck the bullish thing. It just becomes more of a pullback slash wedge-ish kind of pullbackish thing. But as long as they stay inside this candle, it still can be a bullish pullback. The only challenge is, that there's a whole nother half a candle to go if they're going to go much lower. Then we start talking about that same location we just did on the daily chart. But again, here's your 20-period weekly moving average. Are they going to hold this or are they going to give it up? I think the next day or so is going to be very, very critical for the tape. And by the way, consider this. We're looking for some kind of a turn with all the stuff we talked about before. But I also told you that the solstice really doesn't occur until after the market closes tomorrow. So we could have another down day into the actual event. The event occurs officially after the close. You could see a turn on Thursday. I've seen that many, many times. Now, I'm not suggesting that is going to happen, it has to happen, all that stuff. What I'm saying is these are things that I'm watching. I'm translating what's in my mind, which, by the way, is a very dangerous place to be, but I'm translating it into information that you can decide what you want to do with it. By the way, if I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you without you, these videos are not possible. That is true and accurate information. We're pulling the ripcord here today. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast,